The Real Estate Sessions podcast is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising for real estate brilliantly simple. Promote your brands, promote your listings, learn more at adworks.com. That's A-D-W-E-R-X.com, adworks.com. I don't know exactly how it happened, but I started just reading articles and coming across this concept of attraction marketing, content marketing, where you just deliver a ton of value. You know, you educate, you entertain um, through whether that's video, blog articles, whatever, and and give people value so they come to you wanting you to help them. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions and join industry leaders as they share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Chicago Title, Arizona. So I first met our guest for episode 51 on the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Uh, His name is Dustin Brome. I first met him on Snapchat. Yep, Snapchat. Uh, My guess is many of Dustin's recent connections have come through Snapchat and we'll talk about that. But Dustin's a realtor in Salt Lake City. Um, he's embraced, you know, the communication app in a big way. I, and and I think that he's even got two articles out that I know of, one on Inman.com and one on RizMedia.com, talking about how he's using Snapchat to build relationships. So we will get to that. But there's other things I want to talk about as well, including, you know, how he got started in the industry and really how he's using technology in his business today. So welcome to the Real Estate Sessions, Dustin. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I, I've listened to your podcast in the past, so when you invited me to be a guest, I was I was stoked. So thank you. Oh, thank you for that. Um, so you're you're in the Salt Lake City area. We know that anyone that follows you on any social site, and and you're a Salt Lake City native. So you've got to tell me about Salt Lake City and growing up in the shadows of the Wasatch Mountains. First of all, did I say that right? Is it Wasatch? Yes. <laughs> well done. Good. So what's it? What was it like growing up uh, in Salt Lake City? You know, I I loved growing up here in hindsight. You know, when you're growing up, you the grass is always greener. You think, you know, you want to live by the ocean or whatever. But in hindsight, it, I loved it. We When you live 10 to 15 minutes from a national forest, uh, you know, you go camping a lot. You go hiking a lot. You do, you know, I learned how to ski when I was like two years old. Wow. Um, and I've been snowboarding for, God, like. 18 years now or something like that you got off the skis quick huh i did yeah when i was in junior high you know snowboarding was the cool thing to do so i wanted to be the cool guy so of course i started snowboarding but um i just enjoy it more it's i just love snowboarding and so living in salt lake makes it so easy when you don't have to drive you know hours to get there you know a 30 minute drive and you could be at almost any of the major ski resorts in the area and you could be getting on the chairlift, you know, not just parking, but on the lift by that time. So I, I'm very fortunate, and I feel very blessed to have grown up here. Um, even if you don't get out into the mountains, just waking up and seeing the, the sunrise over the mountains, it's incredible. Let's talk about Salt Lake City itself. Like, I, I think people have this maybe misconception that it's either, like, always cold or it just gets buried in snow and the summers are, but I think the temperature range there is pretty dramatic, right? I mean, can't you, you can, can you hit a hundred degrees in Salt Lake City in the summer? I mean, they're, they're, the summers can get warm and the winters aren't as bad as we think. Do I have that right? 
Yeah, yeah. So this is another thing that I love about Salt Lake is our four seasons, they're all true seasons. Okay. So summer, yeah, I mean, it might hit 100 today or tomorrow. Um, probably not today, but it's supposed to later this week. That's that's common. And, you know, you, we could go weeks without rain, and it's just, you know, sunny, true summer weather. And then fall is a really – fall is my favorite time of year here. It's truly fall. You know, the air is crisp. You've got the colors. And everyone sees the colors change on the mountains because they're all right there. And that's really cool to, to go drive around and see the colors. Um, winter can be brutal, but it's not like Chicago or something where it's – yeah, we, we don't have wind chill or any of that stuff here except for very rarely – um, and I'd say the snow commuting is only an issue a couple times a year. Well, that's great then. Yeah, not that bad. Well, let me let's get let's get into this. Let's find out about you and real estate. First of all, uh, I'm going to guess like the majority of our guests on the podcast, you weren't dreaming about becoming a realtor when you were in high school or going to college. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get into the world of real estate? I had never considered it ever until. God, I was probably in like my mid-twenties. I was going through a rough patch, just not knowing what the hell I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I was working construction. I worked at call centers. I worked at, you know, detailing cars. You know, I, I did all sorts of stuff. And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh. And, and that book opened my eyes to not just real estate, but being in business for yourself, entrepreneurship, you know, um, not being an employee, but you know, creating your own business that pays you—not hourly, but by you know, based off your results—and it was just it completely shifted my thinking and my mentality, and completely changed my life. So I didn't get into real estate right after I read that, but I I went to a rich dad education like a weekend seminar thing here, and and it got me into real estate investing. Once I did that, then. I went to a, one of our local real estate investor associations, and my, my broker right now is the president of that RIA, and we became friends, and, and he's, he recommended that if I wanted to become – if I wanted to be a more effective real estate investor, then I need to get my license. So I did, and I s never intended on becoming a realtor, but I started representing some um, – someone to buy a home and I was like, you know what? I enjoy this. It, it's, it's cool to help someone else through the process of buying or selling a home or both. And, and I found that I really like that. And so I don't really think of myself as a real estate investor anymore, although I, I do and will, but I just, I enjoy helping other people do that. And I really come to enjoy the marketing of the business as well. Anyone that follows you socially can see that you you really like what you're doing, and, and that definitely makes things better. So let me um, – just to get a quick snapshot, what's your current mix of business in terms of – because you work in both spaces. You're referral-based, but you also do some online lead generation. How's that breakdown for you right now? So prior to the first of this year, I would say I was 90% referral business. But since the first of this year when I really went all in with – my website, with blogging, with social media, I think I'm doing maybe 75% online leads that 
you know, people that I don't know that just find me organically. So you went from you went from ten percent online lead generation to seventy five percent of your stuff's coming from online. Ish. Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. So let's let's focus on that then. That's a, that's amazing. Your your website is searchsaltlake.com. Great name, by the way. Uh, and Thanks. really beautiful site. Love the content. You you talked about the blogging part of it. What you you, you haven't been doing it very long. It sounds like. So what was the trigger? What what caused you to then decide, I'm going to start writing content, I'm going to be this guy, I'm going to be this local expert? How did that come about? So I've been in real estate for about five years, and I'd say the first four years, I was just putt-putting along, just you know, not having any real success. I, you know, I'd get some business from people that I know and referrals and all that, but you know, I wasn't thriving by any means. Far from it. I was damn near starving, but I was like, you know what? I I don't like making. I don't like calling people up and saying, hey, here, you know, here's why I should sell your house. Here's why I'm so much better than everyone else, and why you need to work with me. That doesn't align with my personality, and I know that it works for a lot of people, and that's great, but it doesn't work for me because that's not me. So I just I don't know exactly how it happened, but I started just reading articles and coming across this concept of attraction marketing, content marketing, where you just deliver a ton of value. You know, you educate, you entertain um, through whether that's video, blog articles, whatever, and and give people value so they come to you wanting you to help them. And when, when I realized, holy crap, you can actually succeed doing that, I went all in on that. I was like, that's my personality. That's what I want to do. I don't want to be the, here's why I'm the best realtor in Salt Lake guy. That I feel like that's so disingenuous because there's so many great realtors. I just wanted, you know, I, I wanted to be on social media all the time because I already was. And, and so I, I got into this attraction marketing thing by blogging and doing videos and just trying to educate and, um, entertain a little bit I guess but that has really worked out better than I ever thought a lot faster than I thought and so I'm so happy that I can that I don't have to chase down business I don't have to call for sale by owners I don't have to call expired listings I just go write a blog article or record a YouTube video in my car put it up on social media and over time people start finding me and and wanting to work with me, and and that's been so game changing and so refreshing, to be honest. I, I don't want to mislead anybody. It's a lot of work. You, you know, you kind of make it sound like it's this is really easy and I'm having fun, but you've got to be focused, right, on on your strategy, just like anything else that yeah. works in this business. And let me be extremely clear about this because I don't want anyone to misunderstand. It is extremely hard, hard work. Like, we're talking like. Being in front of your computer for 16 hours every day for you know a week straight, and then maybe you'll take the afternoon, you'll take an afternoon off to go with your family to the park. Then you'll come back and you'll get on and start working on your website again, and reading articles, watching videos, recording videos, you know, being on Facebook, being on Snapchat, being—it's an insane amount of work, but I enjoy it, which is why I'm able to stick with it.
So if you're willing to put in the work, if, if you don't have a lot of money to invest in marketing, this is also a great a great thing as long as you have a, a personality that that people will like. Um, you know, it, it could also be a great strategy for you because it doesn't take money. It takes your time and effort and lots of it. Right. So, yeah, it is not easy and it's not fast. I was – I am such an impatient guy and, you know, it really frustrated me. But some of my mentors in the content marketing world were like, look, you got to give it six months. Six months and you'll start seeing leads come in and you'll start seeing your articles show up on the first page of Google and, you know, but you've got to give it six months. And so I did and they were right. I, uh, I noticed looking over some of your stuff, you use Easy Agent Pro for your website. And I really, yes. and I love what Tyler and his crew, I think they're out of Albuquerque. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. I love what they're doing with, with websites. So talk about how did you determine that was going to be your solution? Because there are lots of options out there. You're right. There are a ton of real estate website providers, website companies, and I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of them are great. So I just, I came across EGAs and Pro because they have their SEO nailed. So when I was just searching, you know, like how to do certain things for real estate marketing, their articles were popping up as what you know at the top of Google. So I started going to their blog. Uh, easyagentpro.com, I believe it is. Maybe maybe it's slash blog. I'm not sure. Um, and their blog just has all this awesome information, like how to use Pinterest to bring in real estate business, how to use LinkedIn, you know, how to create an awesome video for YouTube, and, and all this free stuff. And I'm like, holy crap, these guys are just giving away this information. And and that validated what I was trying to do. Also, it's like, okay, now I want to work with these guys because they're giving me a bunch of free great free advice right and and then I started looking into their website and I talked to one of their sales reps and he laid it all out for me and uh, you know before I got into this world of blogging and everything I thought that you know a hundred bucks a month for a website was expensive oh my god that is not expensive um, <laughs> right <laughs> relatively so I started out with this company that's actually a local company and I'm going to mention them because I don't care uh, pro agent websites they're absolutely horrible in every way possible and and I went with them because they were like 40 bucks a month and their system is just it's so outdated and and then I had their owner tell me that blogging has no SEO value and wow. once he told me that and I was I was trying to give him positive feedback like to help make his platform better he was convinced it was perfect as is. He was upset that I even offered. And so, you know, I was like, all right, this is not the website for me. It's, yeah. So I started looking for other options. I came across Easy Agent, who seemed to be exactly the opposite with, you know, they were so open to criticism, open to being better, open to, you know, constantly delivering new valuable tools, like new lead capture options and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, wow. So I had to have that perspective of what I feel could be one of the worst to then coming across Easy Agent and feeling that they were the best. And they're still relatively inexpensive compared to some of the, I mean, some of these guys spend thousands a month on their website and it doesn't bring them any more business. It just 
you know, it looks good. So, right. right. Um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like I fell in, I came across them, not on accident, but I feel like I was supposed to come across them, and I didn't really look that hard into any other companies. So. Well, I love the fact that it was their SEO that brought you in, and ultimately, you that's what you want their website for, was to do the same thing. So that makes yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, it shows they know what they're talking about. Right, right. Let's 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 focus on your blogging for a bit because it really is impressive. When I was doing some digging on you, there's a post out there, moving to Salt Lake City, 15 reasons why you should. That's the name of the article. And I looked at it and I go, where does this rank? And I, I stripped out all the social stuff on Google, typed in moving to Salt Lake City, and boom, number one, page one, position one was your post. Then I go look at the post. It is insanely detailed. So talk to me about First of all, how long did it take to get that post to number one, page one, and and how long did it take to write that thing? Sure. So, oh man, that that is one of the best one of the best things I've ever done in marketing, and it didn't cost me a dime. It just took me about a week of my time. Okay. So it took me about a week. Uh, you know, I spent many many hours every day for a good solid week putting that together. It's over six thousand words. Right. And you know, I had to gather a bunch of links for it and, and photos and everything. And um, one of my real estate blogger mentors, Ryan Fitzgerald in Raleigh, North Carolina, he he recommended. He's like, "Look, dude, I'm having such awesome success with this moving to Raleigh, North Carolina article. You need to write one for Salt Lake." And and so I took his advice and I did. And the Easy Agent Pro website platform made it so so much easier. It's a WordPress-based platform, and, and just the way they have it set up is to optimize SEO so well. And so I put that thing together. I published it. Um, I got it shared a bunch of times, and I can talk about that in a minute of how I did that. But I'd say two months later after I published it, it was on page one. Wow. And – yeah, it's incredible, and I, I, you know, I'll take some credit. I think I did an awesome job with that post, and was very detailed with it. But I think my website is was the right platform to do that to to get, see results quicker. So yeah, I, I'm super pleased with how that happened. Right. Well, talk about uh, how you shared it around. You mentioned that. Sure. So I found that Facebook groups, local Facebook groups, are actually a very – it's a great way to get people to share your content as long as it's something interesting. You know, the typical blog post like 12 reasons why you, why you should use a realtor to sell your home, that's boring. No one cares. They, they see it four times a day. But this moving to Salt Lake one um, – the way I had worded it, it caught attention. It caught people's attention in some local Facebook groups. Like there's a Salt Lake City Facebook group, um, a lot of the local yard sale type groups that have a discussion um, part to the group. I'd put it in there, and people would be interested. And, and I had a lot of naysayers too that would get in there and comment and say, Salt Lake sucks, you know, and here's why, blah, blah, blah. But all of that engagement just helped that show up in front of more people and more people and more people and they started sharing and sharing and sharing and I mean I have well over 1500 Facebook shares on that post um, I was fortunate enough to through one of my clients 
they work for uh, it used to be the social media manager for for a, a big local blog and and that local blog shared it on their Facebook page and and that really helped a lot too so it, it was a combination of just you know getting it out there in, in local Facebook groups and then finding a local um, authority blog to share it as well right uh, that combination really helped me get a ton of Facebook shares, which I'm sure helps with the Google ranking. Now, really well done. Like I said, anyone listening needs to go check out that post. And if you're, you want a template for how to prepare something similar in your community, it's right there waiting for you. Search saltlake.com. It sounds like just by the conversation we're having, you really, have you ever played around with the paid lead sources, pay-per-click or Facebook ads, Zillow, realtor.com? Are you playing there at all? Or are you really strict, strictly sticking with your own organic online lead stuff? I've tried it all. So okay. before I started blogging, though, you know, I tried Zillow and Trulia. Um, I've tried Yelp and a few other. I just, I just don't think those services are very good at all. They're extremely expensive. The majority of the quote-unquote leads are people that have no interest whatsoever. Like maybe they click the wrong button, or they're just they're. They want to ask you a question when the answer is right there in front of them and they have no interest in the home. They're just curious, you know, the tire kickers. And that's fine, but, you know, I found that with those, it might take 50 or 70 leads before you get one serious one. And you're paying for all those. Right. And it's a terrible, terrible value. So I don't do those anymore. Um, Facebook ads are absolutely amazing. I do use Facebook ads and YouTube ads. Um, I have not done much Google AdWords. I should. Now that I have an awesome website, I need to. Right. I, I actually tried it out when I was with the, the previous company and didn't have much success at all. So I need to give that another shot. But I just found that Facebook ads, when you can target them so specifically, is such a great value. And so I recommend those to everybody. As long as they have a place to drive them to that's worth worth someone going yeah. to. Yeah, that's the key on that, right? That's the key. Yeah. yeah. If you just have some boring boring post, you know, 12 reasons why you should use a realtor and the photo sucks, uh, you know, don't waste your money. Just post it in Facebook groups and hopefully you'll get a couple likes. But, you know, you really need a solid base, a, a great video or a great website or both but you know if you have great content Facebook ads I don't think there's anything better right now I this local show I'm doing this YouTube show that I'm only two episodes deep into it's called Salt Lake Insider mm -hmm. and I just boosted that video and I was getting thousands of views for less than a penny each highly targeted local local viewers who liked the business that I was interviewing, I was getting those for less than a penny each. So that's, that's ridiculous value right there. Right. You're, you're really active on social, obviously. And I'm guessing you were probably an early adopter. You're kind of right in that sweet spot age, age wise. No, it's funny. I, I mentioned this on some other podcasts and stuff, but my mother was on Facebook before I was, and she's 60 something. Um, I just I didn't get it. I was like, why are people wasting their time on this Facebook thing? Like, why is Joe po poking Sally? Like, you know, what's this poking thing all about? <laughs> and, and I was like, well, that that's such a waste of time. And I don't want people bothering me and and 
you know, all the typical excuses that people give for not using social media. Right. I was that person. And, and so then I finally got on Facebook way after everyone else, but Facebook opened my eyes to social media and the power of it. And then Snapchat most recently. And, you know, once I finally got it, I absolutely went all in and I'm now huge on it, but I didn't start out that way. That's for sure. Let's just get right to Snapchat. I think that a lot of people know you from there. A lot of people listening to this podcast know you from there. Um, how long How long ago did you join Snapchat? Were you did you sign up early like most people and just forget about it, or did you were you latecomer to that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I started off early, and my intention was, well, it was less than a year ago. It was I don't even know. I think it was like September of 2015, maybe, but it wasn't until around. November or December of 2015 is when I really started to use Snapchat to talk about real estate, you know, to talk about, you know, educate first-time home buyers on, you know, the difference between a pre-approval and a pre-qualification or, you know, pontificate about, you know, why no-cost mortgages are misleading or, you know, I didn't it took me a while before I realized the value of Snapchat and I saw a buddy of mine use their stories, their Snapchat story to tell a story. And that's when it clicked for me. I was like, oh, I could string together a group of these 10 second snaps and, you know, make it an actual like video. And that's when it clicked for me. And then I, I started writing an article for Inman, or at first it was RAS Media about why I'm getting on Snapchat. And this was as I was getting on Snapchat. So that brought me a ton of followers and I started interacting with a lot of realtors and meeting a lot of realtors from around the country and, and non-realtors. And, and so then that helped me learn very quickly the power of Snapchat. And, you know, ever since then, I've just been all in on it. it it's so great in so many levels and I can talk about it for three hours. Yeah. You're part of that. Uh, there was a snap pack that kind of got formed. I know that Neil Mathweg, the onion juice podcast was, part of that and Eric and Alex and all those guys, I follow all of you. And um, you mentioned somewhere in one of your articles that referrals from around the country are kind of a, a nice residual from the way you use Snapchat, right? Yeah, it really surprised me. So a, a couple months ago, I wrote an article on Medium about, you know, it was called the, the reason why realtors should be on Snapchat is not what you think it is. And when I started out, I thought it was, Okay, I need to be uh, educating the end buyer, you know, the, the end consumer, the, the property owner, the home buyer. But I found that just by networking with all these other realtors from around the country and making it very clear that I'm in Salt Lake City and that I love Salt Lake and, and everything, whenever it came up that they had a client who was moving here or they knew someone who, who had a client that was moving here, I was a the guy they turned to because they don't know anyone else in Salt Lake. And so I found it's been a, a great source of referral business for me. And I've given some referral business right back as well to, to other people that I have created relationships with on Snapchat. So networking with other people within the industry, I had no idea that that would be so beneficial, but it just happened that way. And I think it's a huge upside. Right. I think too many realtors are looking for a way to generate leads. It's that whole, you know, what's the ROI? What's the lead generation thing? But Snapchat, of all 
the social networks is the one where it really is you be you and you connect with people, right? And build relationships and that will ultimately result in business. Is that a good way of putting it? Absolutely. Okay. That's exactly right. Good. Snapchat gives you the ability to be yourself, to be authentic. And, you know, if you're someone who's so worried about being professional, don't, don't get on Snapchat. Right. But, you know, I, being professional is so overrated. No one wants the stuffy, you know, buttoned up realtor with no personality. No one wants that anymore. So, you know, you just be yourself. Um, make sure you're not snapping all about real estate all the time. You know, make sure it's it's a nice mix of your personal life or uh, the sites around your city. I just snap a lot about my life. Like if I'm at at the park with my little boy, I'll show him going down the slide and being a goofball or I'll show my, my new puppy, you know, being, being a goof. And, you know, I just, I just kind of snap my life and I feel like that helps people get to know me much quicker and feel comfortable with me rather than just this image that I want to per portray as this professional realtor guy. Um, you know, people want to do business with people, not with, I don't even know how to say it. Just people want authenticity. Right. Yeah. And, and, and more and more and more as we keep moving down this path where everything's so transparent. I mean, there's there's no you just you have to be yourself. I, I think you're, you're right on track. So let me um, we'll wrap up Snapchat with this conversation, this piece of the conversation. So memories just got released uh, in the last couple of weeks. How are you? You got some tips maybe to throw out there on how you might be using that going forward? So Snapchat memories completely changes the game. I mean, right. it is. And I'm still, I'm not using it that much, but I see huge upside for, you know, now you're able to take photos and videos and stuff that are on your camera roll that you did not create in Snapchat, or maybe snaps that you did in the past that you want to reshare. Now you can put those up in your Snapchat story. Right. So it just, it makes it easier to share content. It makes it easier to put whatever you want to share in front of your followers. And and so I'm still kind of learning and, and figuring that out and exactly what that means and, and what you can do now that you couldn't before. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's cool that they've opened it up to where you don't necessarily have to create the content in Snapchat to share it on Snapchat. Right. That's a game changer. So we'll we'll keep an eye out for your next Inman article on uh, Snapchat memory. You're working on it, yes. right? <laughs> right, actually. Perfect. Um, well, I like I've had you a half an hour. That's kind of what I I, I I ask of each guest, and so I'm going to wrap it up with the last question I have asked everyone, 48 other guests. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent, what would it be? I would say, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, you've really got to figure out what your your strengths are and what type of personality you have. And, you know, because there's so many people being successful in real estate and they all do different things. So you could be successful doing almost anything if you commit to it. You just have to figure out what you enjoy doing, what you're good at, and then, you know, double down on it and ignore the rest. So that maybe for you, that's not social media. Maybe for you, that's, that is calling for sale by owners or door knocking. Great. Go for it, but just do it more and focus on it and do it consistently. So 
that's the biggest thing is, you know, stop trying to bounce around and try all these different things until you can do that until you find one that you're good at and that you enjoy. Because if you enjoy it, then that means you can stick with it for longer. And, and that's the key. Just keep doing it over and over and over, even when it seems like it's not working for you. Keep doing it. Keep trying to improve, which is the key. And you know, just keep pushing forward and find a mentor that's doing what you're that you're wanting to do, because they're gonna help you stick with it longer and not get so frustrated as well. That's awesome, Dustin. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? I am very easy to find on social media. So <laughs> on all the social networks, just you know, search for Dustin Brome or Dustin Brome Realtor. Uh, you can go to my website, searchsaltlake.com. My email is dustin at searchsaltlake.com. So whatever you, whatever's most convenient for you to reach out to me, please do. I'd love to meet you and you know network with you and and see how I can help you in your real estate business. If there's anything I can do to help, definitely let me know. But yeah, I'm you know just Google my name and you'll find me. That's great. Dustin, thanks so much for, for taking time out of your day to, to share your really this great story on the real estate sessions. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. I had fun, Bill. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Real Estate Sessions with Bill Risser of Chicago Title, Arizona. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and tell your friends about the Real Estate Sessions as new episodes are published weekly.